team now, rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is, we gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend, now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports, One Nation Sports, One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuplex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome back to One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Uh, I guess we got to talk about all the new stuff that's happened in wrestling now, don't we, huh? We do. Yeah, this okay. is what happens when we back up our shows. We get hit with a ton of shit. At so, least it's action-packed. We don't have to worry about things like, you know... What the hell are we going to talk big, about? Big Show being drafted on Raw on television. Like, we ain't got to worry about that. We just mosey on past that. Right. Uh, <laughs> it is the July 27th edition. We have a special guest with us. Uh, Simon Cotton from thesportster.com. Simon, how's it going tonight? Everything's going pretty good so far. Good, good, good. Uh, it was a uh, interesting week in wrestling. Uh, we had our uh, pretty much four straight days of uh, nonstop, you know, wrestling from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and now Wednesday with the NXT and the CWC. Um, there is there are a lot of things uh, that happened. I guess we can start at Battleground um, where. Dean Ambrose retained the WWE Championship in a match against the Shield guys. Roman Reigns took the pin. And what are, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Dean Ambrose, I guess we can start with that guy. He's he was he's the world champion. Well, I think it was the right move to make, considering the fact that Dean Ambrose needed to be needed to rebuild his credibility since he had kept he had been losing up until that, until like a month ago. Now, with Roman Reigns eating the pin, uh, I'm not so sure, like, what's that supposed to do? Not saying that he shouldn't have, but if the goal is, like, to get him sympathy, they should know better by now. Oh, no. He's he's getting punished. So Okay, just, just to make sure. I don't know as much as punished as is, like, we're done putting the rock, like, giving you the greatest pitch of all time. We're just done. <laughs> like, back to, like... Like, back to the drawing board you go. Like, instead of us trying to push you for the past year and a half or two years, we're we're, start, we're yeah, starting we're somewhere we're gonna else. We're going to try something else. Yeah. Like, well, to be honest, it was their own fault. Yeah. Um, also, on the Battleground show, we had uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have a classic uh, out there. I personally gave it, I haven't, I've only watched it once. I gave it four and a half out of five. I'll go back and watch it again just to verify that. But uh, what would you guys think of that match? And the, the the basically the night Sami Zayn was made. Yeah, I feel like they legitimized him in one night. Like there's you know there's always matches like this. Like so, for example, the the other one that recently like pretty much comes to mind uh, is Roblox. Um, mm-hmm. Ro- Roblox was Triple H versus Ambrose, and it's like yeah. This is a guy that we've beat over and over and over and <laughs> over and over and over, but but if we put him in the main event, he can carry. He can have matches like this. And there are a few guys on this roster that 
if they're in the main event, they seem to work better than when they're in the mid card. He's one of them. I think Bray Wyatt's one of those guys as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, another one of those is pretty is a triple threat match at Royal Rumble between um, Lesnar, Cena, and Rollins. Where Rollins basically just that was like the first match that he had since the Shield broke up, where he wasn't just an absolute bitch, right, <laughs> pretty right. much. Like he, you know, so. Um, I feel like this is a nice step forward, and we'll see what happens from here. Right, right. Um, so we had Randy Orton show up on the highlight reel. He took the shot at Lesnar. Apparently, that was scripted. It wasn't just Orton going off book. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, don't we have to consider the source of where this is coming from? I thought it was a good line at the moment. You know, no enhancement needed. Um, Lesnar will be on Raw on Monday. Simon, what did you think about this? At the moment, when I first heard it, I thought it was funny. Then I remembered that Orton's violated the policy like three different times. <laughs> there is something called the Randy Orton rule, pretty much. <laughs> they had to invent the rule to keep this guy from getting fired again. Well, getting fired. to be fair, like he didn't actually like piss Cloudy like three times. He got caught in an ESPN pro- on the outside the lines probe where his name was in it. Like he didn't catch him. Like ESPN caught him. Hmm. Like he didn't actually like he, he if they handed him a cup that day he probably would have pissed excellence <laughs> so you know how you know how this stuff goes so, but uh well yeah I, I mean when I when he said that, that's the first thing I, I I laughed while I laughed because he said that actually I was like you felt this you 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 haven't passed two drug tests before right. like that's the reason why I laughed I thought it was hilarious like like geez that's the pot calling the kettle uh, you know right. roided up <laughs> or what or hand, enhanced. But uh, yeah, I thought he looked so happy. Yeah, like, it was it was a weird change of pace. We've never seen Randy Orton not be crazy. So this goofy, like, jokey old man like, Randy Orton. Like, has it been like ten years since he hasn't been a crazy person? Nah, he was crazy in like two thousand nine. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, like in two thousand six, wasn't he crazy or no? No, he was he just was like he was just like a legend, legend killer, cocky I was full asshole. Legend killer, right there. But wasn't he doing stuff like RKO and women out of like what well, didn't he um He did Stacey that just Keebler? be a dick. Yeah, he just did that. Oh, he's just a, a douche. Dick. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. You know, that was that was shit in your bag, Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um we had John Cena, Enzo Amore, and Big Cass uh, defeat the club with John Cena pinning AJ Styles. To me that I guess that sets up their SummerSlam match. Uh I was I wondered why uh Cass and you know didn't pin um, gallows, but we got our answer the next night because you know the club is moving into the feud with the new day, and Enzo and Cass are like left out to dry, pretty much for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, your second, your second, if not your first most over tag team, and you're just gonna have them do nothing. We'll see. Well, um, that happens. It's like if you like. Uh, like, when, go- when filling out this SummerSlam yeah. card, there's going to be quite a few dudes that it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're going to be a healthy scratch. Yeah, and, and also just, if you just go through the just last couple of years, like there have been there have been times when, like, guys that are, you know, mid-card slash upper mid-card guys just were left off pay-per-views. Like, there have mm-hmm. been pay-per-views without Ambrose. There's been pay-per-views without Rollins. There's been pay-per-views without, um, without Wyatt either. So, you know. WrestleMania is without been, Wyatt. Oh, that was a terrible decision. So, like you know, so they always, so they always do weird stuff like this. So, um, yeah, I wasn't pleased. Styles took the pin, but you know, that's that's just 
I mean, you knew it was coming, but at least this way it's like in a tag team, so it's nice. Right, you can't blame it all on AJ, you know. He oh, was... yeah, no, you get dep- you get blamed for it if you get, if you get dr- put in your back for three seconds. Yeah. Like, especially is like, because back-to-back nice, he gets pinned. That's, that's like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, we had the Intercontinental Championship match, uh, the Miz and Darren Young. Uh, basically, Darren Young is about to turn into Bob Backlund, and if this happens, I am going to love it. Um, he was looking at his hands afterward, just like Bob Backlund. Like, I didn't know I had the power to do this to people, and the only person that's going to be... Bob Backlund is literally drilling him and turning him into this psycho, like some uh, full metal jacket type shit, and all of a sudden he's just going to... Become he's turning that him into the, the Grover, in the Grover pile. Not, not quite. He's turning that man into like an absolute machine. Like, like Powell wasn't a machine. Look, he's well, just like what I'll say. blew blew Sergeant, the his head off. Sunder, Sergeant Gunnery did in fact turn Grover or turn Powell into a killing machine. Except he he killed him. Him he killed uh, Gunnery and then he also killed himself. Right. So like he sort of did, J- just a little mission bit different. Mission was sort of accomplished. You know, a little did. bit different. You know, you know, things went a little left, but right. he did he, mission accomplished. Congratulations, right. you're dead. <laughs> you, you, you got any thoughts on this Darren Young thing, uh, Simon? Uh, eh, not really. It was what it was, if you ask me. Yeah, it wasn't a good. It was not a good match. Yeah. But what I will say is, well, save that match for me for all time. I might go back and watch it. Was like watching Backlund lose his mind. <laughs> like when Backlund took off, when Backlund took off the shirt and couldn't get the shirt all the way off, and then he got spinners on it. So then the shirt is like he, he's like it's, it's off, but it's still on. Yep. Like and then he gets slapped by Miz, and like, it was yes. just hilarious, man. Yes, Miz, Miz out there putting like, hands slapped on. By, slapped by Maurice and then pushed by Miz. And Miz and Maurice showing up dressed like swingers out there. Um, apparently, eyes wide shut. Yep. Uh, we had Natty uh, tap Becky Lynch out clean in the middle of the ring. This turned out to be a, a part of a 50-50 thing. Woo, that was weird. Yeah. Um, Good. When they stop doing this 50-50 booking thing, I'll be I'll be one happy guy. But Simon, they've been doing that for almost 20 years. But they're not doing it well. They're just doing it. It's like, oh, look, they, everybody wants now. They, they never actually did it well. <laughs> <laughs> it, like honestly, you look you look back at it, like you go back to like like ninety six, mm-hmm. and you see like when basically it's pretty much just Sean or ninety seven. We always talk about it. It's pretty much just like it's really Undertaker, Sean, and Brett, and them dudes are all like trading wins with each other by hook or crook, and then like the rest of the card is just like yeah whatever. And then guys and finally Austin. came along. Yeah, guys finally came along, and then then next thing you know. You have Austin and Rock like t- trade Austin Rock Foley and Triple H basically like trading wins and they're all through all types of chicanery and fuckery. Mm-hmm. Like while you got good guys cheating to help other good guys, you got bad guys cheating yeah. to help other bad guys. Like every episode of Raw is like literally the smoziest shit, except the crowd loves it because the guys get hit. At least guys are getting hit over the head with chairs. Yeah. Like now guys get get job is like distraction fit distraction roll ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not advocating them bringing back chair shots to the head, but I think they could do something like you know brass knucks. They could brass knucks. They, yeah. they could I miss the brass knucks. Yeah, the brass knucks was, was always cool to me. They they could pull out the uh, I don't know. I don't know what was that high impact the steel chain. The yeah, steel chain that, that's reserved for Cena. Yeah, that's yeah, uh-huh. that's that's real life Cena. Yeah. 
Hey Simon, this is a question we ask every uh, every guest. We and you know this is your second time on the show, but we did ask you the first time. Can you tell me what the fuck is word life? What it means? What what is that? What you asking? I, I mean, I'm asking you what that means. Bro, like, what you know what L O Cool J said? Word life in the song? Yes, yes. I'm yeah. doing it. Doing, I'm doing it yeah. well. Yes, Nin- yeah. Was that ninety four? Ninety six. Okay, ninety six. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck is... Hey, when you figure it out, you know, right here, One Nation Radio. I'm still still figuring it out myself. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in the match of the night, uh, I don't think it's a huge surprise. Uh, These guys are the next great rivalry in WWE. Um, I don't ever want to see them stop fighting unless they become a tag team where Kevin Owens turns on Sami Zayn like Ric Flair turns on Sting. Like, like Sami Zayn. Yes, like Sami Zayn, how could you trust this man? You, like, and and Owens just turns on him again. Okay, so we skipped it. Let's go back to it real quick. Since you mentioned somebody always turning on Sting. So, and this is your thing. You love to talk about it, Rich. So, at what point are we going to say that, 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 Becky Lynch is the female Sting. Oh, we already saying that, bro. No, I'm just saying like it's an official. Like it ain't just us saying. Oh like, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Across the it's, board. It's, yeah, people were saying that. Like, okay. like you know, I was clowning about it on Twitter. I've seen a couple other people mention that. Because what we're three deep, we're three, we're three. There's three across, people that yeah. have turned on her. Paige first, then Charlotte. Yep. Then and Natalia. Then, you know the freeze part about to me is what's happened to Becky is that if it wasn't for. Charlotte and Becky's feud after Charlotte uh, screwed over uh, Becky. Like, the Diva Revolution never gets hot as it was. Like, you remember they had Sasha just away because they yep. were trying to hold her off. And then, like, the you know, the crowd was starting to turn on it. And then, like, Becky actually stepped up. Her game was yeah. Straight fire, as they <laughs> see. <laughs> and then, like, and how, do, how did they reward her? You're gonna sing. We're gonna, we're gonna cast you off. Yeah. You're gonna sing in exile for the women's division, aka the place where there's no belts. Right. Where even Marie wow. is, it run, runs the town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rusev defeated Zack Ryder in a fun little match, and Mojo Raleigh oh showed up. Uh, when I saw Mojo Raleigh, I just had the same reaction as Rusev. Um, his tweet up. Did you see his uh, tweet about it afterwards? Did he say something? Like yeah, it's like a fails. fan. A fan hopped yeah. into the ring. <laughs> like. Uh. I wish there was a I wish there was a gif of him running because he ran almost like he looked like the world's biggest squirrel. That's how he <laughs> ran. That's how he ran into the ring. It just that let's dude see. Just, let's see where we're at. Um, woo, that boy is yeah, not good. the Wyatt family defeated the New Day, <laughs> and Bailey was the uh, surprise. For Sasha Banks, yeah. uh, James, how do you feel like that? Bailey's like your one of your favorite wrestlers. Yeah, Bailey. Now that Daniel Bryan is gone, um, like it's probably not nah, ba- Daniel Bryan back. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, he's gone in the same way that like Commissioner Michaels and Commissioner Foley is back, hey, right? Man, hey, like you know, like their days of wrestling, their days of taking bumps are over, but they're just there, and it's kind of sad to see. It. It's all you know. It's kind of like it's like seeing you ever seen like the cast. Uh, they're still like they're like thirty some odd years old and they still do like the the, the, the stepping lines for uh for the fraternities. Like nah. you ever seen you ever seen some old cappers? No. Nah. Yeah, ever seen some, like old light skinned cappers with you know they losing their hair but they still got the product in their hair. 
and they still trying to step wow. with the canes. You ain't never seen none of nah. that? Yeah, bro, it's kind of sad. Anyway, um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like saying, like, dang, bro, like, in times past, you still around. I mean, don't get it wrong. Like, you out here trying to put a check with a check with a check. I commend yeah. you for that, sir. But, like, it's still for me just, like, I, I, I'm still happy seeing him. And, you know, I said this before, before it, was, it even happened, uh, when they announced him and he came out. Like, I was like, let it be Daniel Bryan, even though before I was like, nah, man, I don't want to see that. It's going to be sad. Like, mm-hmm. it's still bittersweet. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. Um, can we talk about how trash Dana Brooke is? Sure. Um, Dana yeah. Brooke, and I don't mean to sound like some type of, like, a lot of people are complaining about her ring gear. I don't really care. I think she has a long way to go, but I'm not going to take it there. It's just everything that has to do with wrestling. Like she has awful, she has awful <laughs> time. Has to do with like wrestling. she has awful timing with Sasha Banks. It, her punches are worse than Cena's. <laughs> it's just like the between her and Charlotte. It I don't understand. Like help me understand. Like I know she's you know she is. What's the word I'm looking for? You know she's you know very you know. Um, okay. I'm trying to figure it exactly, figure what the appeal of Dana Brooke is. I'm not quite getting it. I mean, it. I would imagine her appeal is similar to the appeal of what, how the women division used to be like six years ago. Uh-huh. Um, well, I just, she's almost like a relic. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you, if, if I were them, if I, if they go back in time, like maybe they should have been better off take bringing up Eva Marie to bring the nuclear heat with Charlotte than to bring Dana up because she doesn't even have heat like Eva does. It's like yeah, just something's not right with her. <laughs> I don't honestly, I don't know if Dana Brooke actually has heat or is just like oh she's hanging out with Charlotte. That's why we're booing her. Right. Whereas when it's Eva Marie, it's like and she's my also been, God, yeah, like, yeah, it, it, yeah. Like, you can feel it. It's like, desert like yeah, out there. It's real, <laughs> real it's, hot. It's it's, it's real. Like I ain't gotta say I I don't even need a I don't even need to, like the real, voiceover. Real, no, real real is, the, is that's it. Like it is it is definitely definitely not um it's definitely not the same levels of heat. Right. Um. Yeah. So now that we brought up Dana Brooke, I think it would be a good time to just drop in. Um. You compare Dana Brooke's wrestling skills. How will you compare them to, let's say Nina Jax? I'd much rather have Nia Jax uh, on the roster. I'm sorry, yeah. Nia Jax. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I I I'd much rather have Nia Jax because I know Nia Jax can do a long match, and it can be like uh, how how is she? How can anyone beat her? How will someone figure out a creative way to win? She had two of those with Bailey, right? And she had one with Oscar as well. Okay. Um, Simon, have you uh, caught much of Nia Jax? I saw the one match. Uh, for the takeover in London with uh, Bailey, uh-huh. right? That was that was pretty good. So uh, if I'm using that as a measuring stick, then I think she she she'd be a much better addition than having Dana Brooke. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you get her, how much time you have to go on the network, but um, she had a match on NXT a couple weeks back, and this is to let you know something because I don't watch NXT, I only watch takeovers. I'm only in it for the big shows, brother. But. Um, <laughs> She she had a match with Bailey again, and I thought that match was better than the in the takeover match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and what's interesting about her is 
she's obviously getting that push a little bit too fast. Like Naya? Yes. But she's in a position where they can use her in those squash matches until Sasha Banks has to eventually fight her. And it's gonna be interesting. And and I feel like Sasha will get a great like Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax will be a great match when it happens. Yeah. I think I think one thing that Nia has an advantage over compared to everybody else is She's not like most girls. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Hey man. Shit, look. That was just that was just hanging out there. I had to, look, you know. Nia Jax is a unicorn, okay? Um, and I'm not going to elaborate on that, but she is the, one of those rare, rarefied unicorns. Anyway, so <laughs> so anyway, going on, moving on from that. Like, the, I think the thing that Nia has an advantage, like a an advantage, is like because she literally is the unicorn. Mm-hmm. Like, she can be a monster heel in the women's division, like in a way that. You know, someone like I'm not saying she's at nearly as good a wrestler as, but like someone like Jessica Havoc has, and you know, wherever she stops by, or someone like uh, Awesome Kong, where uh, it's just like you, you know, there for every for every Nia Jax, there's literally five big shows: Braun Strowman's, Brock Lesnar's, Eric Rowan's, Luke Harper, like you know, Kane's. Like there's a like the male roster has like 10, 15 of those. Um, gigantic dudes that are over six foot six and weigh over 350 pounds mm-hmm. or whatever th- over 325 pounds or whatever we got a game for you too later um yeah so Simon. <laughs> so like when it comes to her she's like she's literally one of one right so i think i think that you know that bodes well for her future because you know, i don't think you're gonna find too many more unicorns out in nature like that it's kind of like the china factor in a sense in a sense yeah i think she's a better worker in china oh yeah <laughs> Um, so let's, let's hop on, uh, Monday Night Raw real quick. Um, most people were saying is one of the greatest Raws ever. Uh, it certainly was a Raw of the Year. Yeah. Um, yeah. we had the Definitely debut. So what, what was that? Definitely so far. Hopefully they can top it. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see that. I feel like they almost set the, uh, the expectations up to an unreasonable level, like, people are going to be like, so, like, if, if Raw isn't good next week, it's going to be like, oh my god, they fooled us, we can't believe this, da 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 Well, I mean, if, if that's the case, they're just going to be fooled, like, have you ever seen, can you remember, Raw, like, okay, we started, we've been watching wrestling since, for what, five years now? Yeah. Okay. Literally. Like, it's, yeah, it's been five years, like, we got back in, like, right around right this time, now. five years yep. ago, in 2011. So... Can you name the time there was an episode of Raw that was, since it went at three hours, where mm-hmm. there were literally four matches that you could describe as very good to great? It's been a rarity. And they were all matches that had time. And stakes. I, can, I think the one episode where RVD came back, and I'm not even sure about that. Um, you mean the one, uh, about the one where he fought Jericho? I think so, yeah. Yes, and that was the day after Money in the Bank in 2013, yep. if I'm not mistaken. I think yep. Punk fought a real on that show, too. Yep. Yep. Um, so, God, that match was so good. That yes. Del Rio, Jericho match. Like, the Del Rio, Jericho match, you, you watch, like, the last five minutes of that match, and RVD is literally on is on fumes of his fumes of his fumes. He does like, that just, front flip. He's out here just basically, like, stumbling to the finish, and, still, and it was still a great match. <laughs> Uh, we had Stephanie McMahon come out and call Roman Reigns a loser a million times. I loved it. Um, Stephanie McMahon and, and Foley basically talk about the WWE Universal Championship. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, okay, so... Let's go around the table and just think of better names, like, for a minute. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking of other names for it, but ultimately, like, if you call it the global champion and the world champion, a globe and a world and the world are the same thing or something, they're like, they're all interchangeable with the with, with the earth. So, right. like, okay, scratch that. Um, should that be, though? Should call, that be, though? Huh? Well, since they're supposed to be equal brands, should that be similar? But the thing is, is you we, might you, we know the you, truth. You might just easily forget which belt. It's the same thing. Like if you call it the international or the intercontinental, right. it's like I can imagine you you call one belt the intercontinental or the inter, international belt, right? Mm-hmm. I imagine everybody on TV, the wrestlers, um, the interviews with the man, with management, um, fans, or the, the universe, as I like to call it. Or whatever, and ESPN, whoever's covering it, they're going to always slip up and call the intercon- call the intercontinental, yep. the international, international, intercontinental. Right. You know, um, and then you know you also have the issues of should you call it, you know, one of them the heavyweight belt, and then the other one the world belt or whatever, because you got to worry about like in my mind it's like we got to drop heavyweight out of these off the name of these belts, mm. like. You got a cruiserweight division. You can't be having a cruiserweight division if basically like saying like, obviously somebody under two hundred or somebody that is like smaller is going to have that belt eventually. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Seth Rollins or Dean Ambrose or Balor or Sami Zayn <laughs> or Balor, you know, Balor, definitely. Yeah, like you can't be having a he- calling the heavyweight belt. Like it's the same thing when it used to bother me with like. Like, you know, Rey Mysterio or Eddie, like having having one of them belts and says heavyweight on him. It's like it just it's in my mind. It reminds me so much like the cruiserweights in WCW. Mm-hmm. It's like no matter how high, you, no matter how hard you get, uh, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, um, or Chris Jericho, Jericho. D, or Dean Malenko, whoever you are, you're we're never going to actually give you a shot. Like it's almost like you did. Like so they the need cast to just, system. They, yeah, they used to just, like, let go ahead, don't even call it heavyweight because, you know. Yeah. Is it, most of your wrestlers are all are all 5'10", 100, or 5'10 or shorter, 180-pound white guys. Like, just let it go. <laughs> um, so we had Balor win a fatal four-way. We had Reigns win a fatal four-way. And we had, we'll get to them later in their main event match, uh, we had Sasha Banks win the women's championship from Charlotte in a thrilling contest. Yeah, um, yeah I like Sa- this match better than I like their uh, WrestleMania one. Hmm, really? Yeah, I thought it was more action packed. I thought, like, because when I went back and watched the women's one, there was a lot of uh, a whole lot of mistakes. And aside from that one uh, dive that looked really dangerous from Sasha. Uh, Everything looked like it uh, flowed well, including the moonsault and landsault. Uh, including the moonsault and clothesline. Uh, the moonsault, kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought like I, you know, I thought it was a really good one-on-one match, and it, it, yeah. it made the belt look important. And like to me, it's like the match. People didn't like click into that match until that moonsault. Yeah, actually, for me, it didn't start until Dan Brooke got thrown out. Oh, shit. So I wasn't trying to see none of the shenanigans and because also, I I thought it was gonna be a DQ. Another part that blew well, that I just was like it was a pet peeve. I didn't really think it was, it was anything. It was just like something that just like it's like it just that killed me. Like they did the whole light cheating still Eddie Guerrero thing, and it's yeah. like okay, so in a title match, Sasha Banks would risk get win, getting a W by DQ and, and losing the title and not and losing basically like ruining her title shot 
just to get Dana Brooke away from ringside. Right. Really. Right. Yeah, that doesn't make yeah. sense. Like at all. they should have came up with something better than that. Like a like you can do live chain still, but do a better something better to where it's like. Yeah. Yeah, because it like nine times out of ten, or you know, every situation that's a bell rung. That person. Come on, James. You can't be logical. I'm sorry. Right. I, thought, I, thought that, I thought that was a new, new, improved raw. I'm sorry. Um, another thing we had on the card, we had another squash match. Uh, besides Nia Jax's squash match, we had Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we please play a clip of his theme song? <laughs> I ain't remember what his theme song was. I yeah. just saw him come up with, 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 with the size chop, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so, Simon... James and I were talking after Raw the other night, and he challenged me to name ten worse wrestlers than Braun Strowman. I got to six, and and there's questions on two of them. I want to see, like, you don't even have to... I'll give. I don't even. I won't even tell you the ones that I named, just so we can see what's in common. You don't have to get to ten, but... Just off the top of your head, can you think, how many wrestlers can you think of that are worse wrestlers than Braun Strowman? This is going to be great radio. Mojo Riley. Mojo Riley is a better wrestler than than Braun Strowman. Really? Yes. He can at least work his way around a ring and he's not clumsy. (laughs) Think how many times you've seen Braun Strowman who was built to never ever fall, fall. (laughs) Uh, The Great Khali That's one We'll we'll give you that Yep that same one That's one one that Rich got I think both of y'all There's the first person Y'all said both of y'all (laughs) Khali He's just a natural pick Yeah Just Uh, Mason Ryan Ooh that's a good one Mm. But I think Mason Ryan Was a decent powerhouse But that I'll give you that uh, <laughs> what about Tarver? From 1.9 Michael Tarver. No, Tarver was better. Wrestling. Yeah, Tarver. Was, Tarver was better. Like I and I've seen Tarver in the Indies. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Down down here in uh, Central Florida. The, the, uh, like he came out like with his own like he rapped his own uh, interest music, but other than that, yeah, the match is okay. Okay. Um. It's tough, ain't it? Yeah. It really is. Strowman, Strowman trash, bro. Strowman. Uh, Brodus, is, is Brodus Clay an acceptable answer? I said the same thing. Brodus Clay is better than him. Yeah, he is. Brodus Clay can bump. Well, think about it. We've seen bro, like we've seen uh, squash matches for both of them. Yeah. You, you tell me squash matches were better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. now, all right. What, what we're gonna do? We're gonna continue on with the show. But anytime you think of someone better than Braun Strowman, just hop in and say, "Yeah, such and such is better than Braun Strowman." Awesome. And we'll just make it a running thing throughout the show. Also, Braun Strowman's gonna kill somebody with that uh, face first choke slam. Yes, like that. Did wow. Not, like if that dude didn't already like, granted, if it wasn't for the fact that we saw like photos and pictures and video of that dude not having a chin, we would have saw that face first. Uh, that face first stroke slam and thought, damn, he took that dude's chin out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were um, like, damn, you see what Braun Strowman did to this dude? Yeah. Uh, 
Um, we had the return of, of we had the return of Neville, and nobody cared. Unfortunately, he was wrestling Curtis Axel, who has no type of direction. Uh, or character. I, yeah, or character. He just randomly decided to stop wearing. Um, he was like, you know what? I don't want to wear ring gear anymore. I'm just going to wrestle in, in cargo or jorts. Pretty much, he dresses like Cena. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like he's been dressing like Cena for long, except he had a scully on for for before he goes and dre- or wrestles. And like, like that dude, um, that man's tan game or fake tan game is strong. Yeah, like, Curtis has always been one of the elite. Yeah, I'm sure Pops handed that one down to him. <laughs> yeah, he, that man just like I mean, but his isn't the gimmick just that the chains are off. Apparently, yeah. You know, How's that working out for him? You know, the chains are off. Uh, Neville's in absolutely ridiculous shape at the moment. Like he came back, like looking like literally John Cena, three inches shorter. Like <laughs> three inches, <laughs> three or four inches shorter. Huh. The Cena's like six foot on the dot. I w- I would say they find something to do. Yeah, they need to find something for Neville to do. Yeah, um, you know they you know what they should have found like for him. SmackDown. Yeah, they should have found SmackDown for him to do instead of this. Uh, we had Enzo and Kaz, and, the, and all of a sudden we saw the Shining Stars. How are the Shining Stars still employed? That's what I'm trying to learn. Do they have they some have type of... They have dirt on Vince McMahon. Yes, do, do they have dirt on Vince McMahon? How do they keep making it through all these gimmicks, and they all fail? Every single one of them are trash. Aren't both of them like second or third generation wrestlers? Yes. Ding, 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 there's your answer. Look, Carlito, oh. Carlito's ass is out of there. They might not be able to afford Carlito, though. Yes, yeah, like, them dudes, like, I'll, take the, I'll take the veteran's minimum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come wrestle with y'all. Because, boy, boy, if you want to talk about dudes, like, these dudes are, need to be microwaved, like, because all them shit's like... <laughs> um, Carlito is literally the one thing that could save them. Right, like, like those are the colognes that are not Carlos or Carlito. So, like, we got we got them. Um, SmackDown. We all watched SmackDown uh, the other day. Um, th- we <laughs> it is a thin show. Um, oh, there is a not even there is a big five, and apparently there's another guy. With Wait, okay. So now that we're, you're saying this big five thing, are you sure it's not just a big four? Okay, there's a big four in Bray Wyatt. Okay, thank you. Because <laughs> that, 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 that big five shit is like, all right. Like, like unless Dang, unless unless he's in the ring, unless it's a specialty match or he's in the ring with Daniel Bryan, that man has yet to have a great match. On, on, <laughs> it's been around for three years now. So let's see. It's just a regular rules match that's been good for him. That wasn't involving Daniel Bryan or Royal Rumble in the 2014. SummerSlam, Chris Jericho, 2014 was decent. No, great. I mean, a really, really like a okay, great match. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like Blow it away. goes on. A, it goes on a, on a WWE DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, all this match. One. All this really good matches are like, oh, he, him, you know, the Wyatt versus the Shield or Reigns or him versus Reigns and Hell in the Cell. Right. And I mean, yeah. lost Undertaker twice. Yeah. Um. Oh. Let's see. So SmackDown is a thin roster, and. They decided to make Dolph Ziggler the number one contender for the world title. Uh, apparently, Cena's going to be missing a pay-per-view in September, which may nece- necessitate multiple pay-per-view matches not involving Cena. I expect Styles and Cena to fight and C- Styles to win at SummerSlam. Because Cena, 
as as history has shown, SummerSlam is not seen as a lucky event. Yeah, but the but the club is on another pay per view. So I mean, maybe because they're in the same building that night. Bingo. Come help them out, but man, like. They gotta, they gotta do some like they, they like they're in the danger. They're not well. They're they're reaching the danger zone with with, with AJ Styles. They keep beating them like this. All right. Um. Especially when their few whole, their entire few started with the whole thing being like, you're not a big man performer. You always lose. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. So Dean Ambrose is the champion. Uh. Simon, like earlier, like when we basically had talked about you coming on the show, I I had saw saw that you had. A point about Dean Ambrose as far as you didn't think he if I get this wrong correct me you didn't think he was he deserved to be the champion I I like to know why well see in regards to me there's just I like to focus on like how good a person looks heading into a championship match because that's really like a telling uh, sign for me of of what if they were if it was built up well if it occurred properly because now look at Dean Ambrose since the shield broke up he hadn't won a single major feud not one not Bray Wyatt not Seth Rollins with the title not against Roman those two times not the match against Triple H Uh not against uh, not against Lesnar but those are the top guys in the WWE right now and he didn't win against any of them now, the money in the bank can kind of excuse that just a little bit. But even still, it's just like, it's not, it wouldn't mean as much, it doesn't mean as much as it could have meant if they had done this well. And instead, it's just like, oh, well, he's the champion. Now, the wins he got over Rollins and, and uh, Reigns, it helped to, uh, it helped to give, push, push him up there a little bit. But see, the problem is now he's fighting Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and now it's like he's, that's where it's taking a bit of a down. It's going a bit down now because of that. Okay. Um, what I I just want to say as far as like, I agree with you, those losses hurt him. But they really, like if, if we're, you mentioned the beginning since they've broken up from the Shield. If anybody has had a tougher road to get here than Dean Ambrose, I'd love to know who. Because you're, as you said, He's lost all those pay-per-view matches. This man was going through ladder bridges. This man did. I don't think he was injured at all, but he before he went to the ladder bridge. Okay, no, this had the, the real storyline of Dan or of him going. He gets screwed over by his homeboy who, uh, in the Shield. Yeah. He goes and fights him for Money in the Bank in the match and loses Money in the Bank because Kane interferes and and in his yep. homeboy. Uh, is in there. They don't. They're not, neither one of them are in the pay per view the next month, and then they're in SummerSlam in a lumberjack match because it's a fucking lumberjack match. It turned out to be the greatest one ever. Yeah. But at the same time, because of the lumberjack match, Roll- he Rollins still still wins. Yeah. So then, um, <clears throat> they end up in Hell in a Cell, and Rollins. He's finally going to get his comeuppance on Rollins, but instead, uh, Bray Wyatt moves. Bray Wyatt brings his fat body from under the ring. We clearly <laughs> see him. There's no surprise of a sneak attack. And then, then he starts to feud with Bray Wyatt. Um, that, their first match at Survivor Series. And it finishes because he's basically like testing like him on how, you, uh, you know, how crazy he can be. And Ambrose says, I'm going to take this chair. and I'm gonna hit, It's a regular rules match, but fuck it. I'm going to hit you with it anyway. DQ, he loses. Then the next pay-per-view at TLC. TV blows up in his he face. He has a oh fucking flash screen blow up in his face. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? So then you get to Royal Rumble, and he comes out at number twenty-five, and then he then the the, the the world's largest tag team basically gangs up and throws out all the young guys except for Roman Reigns, and Roman yep. Reigns was, wins it. So then you get the fast lane. Um, he, was, think, he fought Wade Barrett for the Intercontinental title. And he, by, and he, and he, he lost, lost by, by DQ. DQ. He yes. lost by DQ to Wade Barrett for the Intercontinental title. Then he gets to WrestleMania and Blue Harbor powerbombs him for a fucking ladder bridge. That's what happens to him, right? <laughs> so now. Then, after that, he has to basically. He, he enters the John Cena Open Challenge, has a great match with Cena, loses. Then, he from there, he is basically thrown with Roman Reigns to put out the dumpster fire that it is, is his. Roman, Roman Reigns is put, yeah, Roman Reigns is baby face push the whole time as he's saddled with him to be like, see guys, you love you love Dean Ambrose even though we book him to lose all the time. Why don't you see if you're gonna put him with the guy that you know y'all don't like, even though we book him to win all the time, and hopefully y'all get to like you him. Know, and he just goes, he, then he goes frenzies. The, then he goes all the way through from the end of the spring all the way through the summer with him and. Then he ends up breaking breaking off with him, and then you get to uh, Survivor Series. You get the Survivor Series, where actually, you know, you get to the what was going to be Survivor Series was supposed to be Reigns versus Am. I'm sorry, Reigns versus Rollins, but Rollins blows out his knee. So they basically they had a whole episode of Raw in a tournament where for number one contendership, where the main event is Rollins getting. I'm sorry, Ambrose getting beat by Reigns. And then they got to run it back the same exact uh, tournament again for Survivor Series, and the same event happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can't even remember. He goes what. into the Kevin Owens feud for the Intercontinental yeah. title. And then he actually finally starts getting some W's. Yep. Um, then he starts winning. Yeah, he beats <laughs> Kevin Owens twice. Then he gets to Royal Rumble, and he gets eliminated by. Triple H. He gets eliminated by the guy that came out at 30th, uh, finishing second in the, in the Rumble. Yep. Uh, then Fastlane is a triple threat match for the number one contendership, and he's ba- literally just there just to take the pin for, from either Re- from Ambrose, I'm sorry, from Reigns or from Lesnar, and then he, and then you know Lesnar is furious, feeling like he's the reason why he he lost his number one contendership match because you know he was doing all the low blows in the match, you yeah. know? Uh, and <laughs> next thing you know, he ends up getting um, a, a title shot from from. From Triple H. H, and the whole feud, the whole the reason why he got triple uh, the the match is because he goaded Triple H into it because Triple H didn't take him seriously, and they have a great match based on the fact that like Triple H took him lightly and he wore his ass out. Yeah. Um, and he got lucky because he avoided the ten count and ran into a pedigree. Then, because he was so good over that from January to then, and so hot. They, they're like, you know what? For Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, Kick Rocks, <laughs> we're going to give Dean Ambrose your spot. And then they built him up pretty well, and then they had a match where he was a, a clown. Yeah. They just... Yeah, all them weapons, all the weapons, the and he got his ass whooped. The short time, everything about that was comical. Yeah. And now, and, 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 with all... And then he goes on to the Jericho thing. And this, no, hold on. But this is the thing. Oh, no. No, no, yeah. We're going, we're going to get to that. But this is the thing with, with Dean Ambrose. Every time something is, he's he's pulled it all together to be a guy, they fuck it up. So <laughs> they get to they get to um, WrestleMania, and you know we talked earlier in the show about guys that had got matches where that legitimized them, win or loss. We talked about, <clears throat> for example, um, I feel like the match that really from for most people around the WWE that legitimized Daniel Bryan 
was the match he had at was it not No Way Out? Uh, Fat was it? Uh, was it Fat? No, Over the Limit. Over the Limit. Over the Limit with Sam Punk, right? Yeah. When they go like twenty something, like twenty something minutes. minutes. Yeah, and it pretty much he lost because he put the yes lock in and he got rolled up. Yeah. He turned into a roll. Oh, yeah, that was- I remember that. Like, I still remember that match. That was awesome. Yes, yeah. exactly. You ha- and we also have Seth Rollins. Another one I mentioned earlier. Seth Rollins in the Triple Threat match at Royal Rumble 2015. Yeah. Right. Or he lost, but you know he put he jumps from the, from the top rope from the um, turnbuckle to the table to put an elbow through uh, Brock Lesnar, and then he gives a Phoenix Flash. First time we ever seen it to to Cena. Like they, they made a showcase. Like that was a Star right. is Born moment right there. Right. They could have done something with Ambrose, given that they gave him this opportunity to fight Lesnar. They could have gave him something while losing, and to make him look like a legitimate guy. And they gave, and they made him like a clown show. And it is hilarious because now, literally, what five months later, he's the fucking champion. Yep. And 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 we say <laughs> this, and we say this, and despite everything they've done, he's always remained over. He's yeah. always remained a guy they could trust with promos with matches even though i don't think he's the greatest wrestler in the world but he always like when his number is called he rises to the occasion yeah. like i don't know of a more deserving guy event, he's gonna like think about the man think about him uh, money in the bank match in 2015 for the la- that ladder match yeah like rollins killed him like five different times in that match and he kept getting up <laughs> Whether he, whether he buckle bomb or he basically buckle bombed him to the barricade, he power bomb, he set out power bomb that man on a stack of chairs, yeah. like it buried him under the chairs, like he kept getting up, like that's the thing with him, and you know, you know, there's at times when he's not in the main event or he's not in the title picture where they love to go wacky with him and he's out here, you know, beating up dolls and stuff and and, and yeah. all the other corny stuff. Food. Yeah, the stuff. Yeah, the stuff that Vince loved. Yeah, that was a time when that man was basically coming out. Remember the muscle Every truck. Week. Remember the, uh, the hot oh, dog cart. Yep. And the togs. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. They, did, um, did you ever hear the story about about what happened with Orton when he um, when he wet that man up with the muscle? He was eating a hot dog. Yes. He yeah. Was eating, he he won the hot dogs out of the hot dog cart. God damn it. Um, Orton gives no fucks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so SmackDown. Um, they opened and basically had. A battle royal uh, for the number six the spot, six spot in the, the six, pack, in the challenge. six pack challenge that included Baron Corbin. Like, hey, <laughs> how many people were in that? How many were in that? Um, in that battle royal? 15? Probably like fifteen or nineteen. Hey, like, bro, you got to beat fifteen guys to go come on later in the night and fight. <laughs> fight, yep, fight five other five ones. of them. Like what? Like uh, well, I like the how I, this works. I like Cruz winning that. Yeah, um, that was cool. The crowd was into it at yeah. the end. I mean, aside from all of the Zack Ryder botching. I was just going to ask, can we talk about Zack Ryder? Oh, woo. my God. Woo, woo, woo. Boy. You blow it. Exactly. Bruh. He botched three different times, right? Yep. Because uh, the two I remember, um, the two I remember was when he, he missed a fucking drop kick to a guy that was seated on the floor. He missed that, and then he missed the elbow drop. <laughs> How do you blow an elbow drop? Uh, I guess he not, just didn't plant his foot the right way and yeah. it just slipped. And for the That's listener, the I can think of. And for the listeners that didn't, that haven't seen it yet, it wasn't uh, a miss of the elbow drop. Like he jumped off the rope and then just flat out over <laughs> over jumped. No, the he guy fell off the rope or, or, or landed short. 
he went to jump, and as he went to jump, one of his feet slipped, so it was like, he almost fell off the top rope, but instead landed on his feet, and then basically got on, like, got kind of like in the, uh, the Luthez position and started punching away on uh, Apollo Crews. It, it, it was, it was like special botching, like, bro, like, is, your first, is this your first day of wrestling school? <laughs> uh, at the wrestling academy? So, uh... Hey, bro, I... I can't imagine how you miss a drop kick. Like, <laughs> to a gun, to a gun that's stationary, yes. I don't understand. Um, we had uh, also um, in this, we had Natty and Betty, Becky Lynch again. Uh, Becky Lynch getting the victory back. And then the women all came out. Uh, Alexa Bliss followed by Naomi, followed by Carmella. I think I'm skipping somebody. No. Nope, I didn't. Followed no. by Eva Marie because they only have six women. Um, and Eva Marie gets the over the top. Uh, she gets the big announcement. I found the shit hilarious. Um, I think I think she's a superstar because she because all all look her music played and everyone knew who she was. Yep. Whether they booed or cheered is irrelevant. They knew who she was right. and they reacted. Real she's a, she is a superstar. Those are real moves now, out there. Whether she can work worth a damn, that remains to be seen. Actually, it's not remains to be seen. She can't. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't she, know a baby face over- that. Look, I don't know a baby face that would not like to wrestle her. Let's just say that. Like, because look, I don't know if you watch Bailey versus Eve Marie Simon or James, no. but it's one of the greatest troll jobs in NXT. And it was an NXT Women's Championship match, and people thought they were going to let her beat Bailey. I have to show it to it, you. Well, it's absolutely well, isn't amazing. The why people thought that she was going to win was because of like the Reigns ongoing thing. It was like they don't care what we think anyway. So that they're going to push on through whatever they it want. Was, it was that, and it was also. They they were portraying it like she was receiving help from WWE corporate or whatever. Like she got like the referee and that she wanted, and I don't know. It was a bunch of crazy shit. Wow. But it was one of the greatest troll jobs I'd ever seen. And the whole crowd at NXT they were fooled like marks. Like it was it was hilarious. Like <clears throat> let's see. Um, well, I mean, g- given that we know some of them dudes, like they're savages anyway. So <laughs> like you know. What up, y'all? Um, like some of them, you know, they don't know how to behave themselves. We got uh, we had Randy Orton return, and um, he faced off with the Miz after a promo where he threatened to uh, RKO the Miz all over, you know, the ring and in front of his pretty wife. Yes, pretty little wife. Yes, and Miz had to basically come out there and prove his love, as yeah. we say. Yeah. Uh, Simon, have you ever been in a position where you had to prove your love? Nope, not yet. Don't ever get in one. <laughs> I, I know you're a little bit younger than us, so don't ever get in one of those. Like this. It's better to take the L. It's better to take the L in private than in public. Always remember that part. <laughs> um, uh, Randy Orton defeated the Miz. It looked like something weird happened when after the first RKO. I don't know why. Like Orton just like sat around and walked around for like a minute and a half. It was kind of like to sell how devastated. I think the whole part of that. Okay, so for me, watch it, Simon. When you, you were watching SmackDown Live, right? Yeah, I, I, I missed the first fifteen minutes, but I caught the rest. Okay, when Miz throws um, throws Orton out of the ring and Orton falls on his shoulder, and you hear him cuss and you see him slap the barricade, do you think he injured himself? I don't think he re-injured himself, but I think... Uh, no, I'm saying when it happened, like, did you think it happened at that time? I don't think he actually... I think it was a work now, 
But I'm saying at the time when it happened, do you think, because it was such a bad fall, I thought, like, I don't know how the hell he missed that rope and, and he just fell around his shoulder. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah, I kind of felt the same way I felt when, about that when I saw Daniel Bryan fight uh, Bray Wyatt back in 2015. Bray Wyatt did this clothesline, and you just see Bryan fall to the ground and grab his neck. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, and there was the whole time, like, oh, my God, don't touch Daniel Bryan. Like, <laughs> uh, we had Heath Slater come out uh, unannounced, the hottest free agent in WWE. Uh, I thought what? they were... Uh, Is that what he actually said? Yes. Um, it, it, he got a draft Heath Slater chant going. I mean, he's and a high over. free agent. Look, it got over, and then all of a sudden they just killed him. I think he could do something, but whatever. Like what? Bring back the Nexus or the Core? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> oh, don't bring back the court, please. Man, don't. go rogue. You I know? mean, Otunga's out there, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, stay woke. You know, <laughs> stay woke. Uh, Rhino shows up, spears him, and speaking of returning guys, Shelton fucking Benjamin is coming back. Um, the greatest performer in Money in the Bank. Forty-one, history. I think. He's forty-one. I think he is. Yes, he's. he's a, I didn't know he was older than Brock. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like two years, years old. Older than AJ Styles too. Yeah. So, um, when's the last time we all seen Shelton Benjamin wrestle? I've only I have been Go ahead. I haven't. My bad. I haven't been able to catch any of his uh, work in, uh, J- in Japan or anything. Mm-hmm. So the last time I saw him wrestle, I believe it was in uh, 2009 or 2008, whichever year it was, with those series of matches with the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. I think. He, I saw him at Wrestle Kingdom 9 in 2015. He was a part of a multi-man match, so I didn't really pay too close attention. But I'm sure he'll be just fine coming in to do like the WWE style and then be a stalwart for the mid-card because the mid-card of SmackDown looks like a painful, lonely place. Um, what are you talking about? They got Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Future world champion, to let them tell it. Oh. Jesus, no. Um, we had the, the big ass is gonna made of it many. Yeah, no, Brian Strowman. Don't I forget. I haven't seen Sheldon. I've only seen Sheldon Benjamin wrestle twice ever. It was um the match he had with Shawn Michaels when it comes to the Springboard Superkick deal. Yep. And oh, and then, legendary. And then he uh almost killed himself at WrestleMania 25 Money Bank when <laughs> he jumps off the ladder and they and basically try to do a flip, flip. Pretty much like almost lands on his fucking neck. So from like 12 feet in the air. So that's those those are the only two like things I know of Shelter Benjamin. So welcome back. Yeah, um, American Alpha not on the show this week. Did you were you guys okay with this? I mean, not really, considering the fact that uh, that like wrong. This, Go ahead. Well, if the idea is supposed to be brand competition, we're competing against each other. Then shouldn't SmackDown be trying to go? Uh, I don't know. Shouldn't SmackDown be uh, trying to go at it, put the best foot forward, introduce these guys so they can build them up with character and all that other stuff? What, what I, I feel like Raw's emptying the clip. Like I think this was messed up. What I will say is I don't know who they're supposed to face if they were to wrestle. If they were supposed to wrestle yesterday, true. Who were they, they supposed to wrestle? The hype bros. I mean, they could have had them fight the Usos, but. You know, and then start well, a start a slow Usos heel well, turn. Only, I only saw one of the Usos out there. He was he was in the battle royal. Like, what was the other? Was both of them out there? I think both of them are out there. We probably just missed them. Um, 
I mean, you gotta sort of turn them heel if you right. To do yes, that. yes. The Usos like so what, lose a competitive match it, and then slowly start turning. But you know, I don't know if the Usos. You know, they, they, the kids love the Usos, and I'm sure the Usos like that 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 money from um, selling merch. Yeah, a good check. Yeah. Um, so we had the main event, the six pack challenge. It was AJ Styles, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, Bray Wyatt, Baron Corbin, and Apollo Cruz. We had Dolph Ziggler come away with the victory using a super kick. Uh, and a super kick from hell, by the way, because AJ, AJ sold the hell out of that super kick. Like, he may as well have been a pin getting knocked down by a bowling ball. Like, backflip almost. Yeah. Um, so, to like Dolph that was Ziggler. Switching music. Yes. The <laughs> see what happens when you use it. <laughs> so Dolph Ziggler is getting a match with the WWE Championship. I I can't even believe this because it looked like no I don't one, want to believe it. No one was staler. No one was getting left off the card more. There was no more questions. Like when I looked at the draft roster, I was like, they're going to have to depend on Dolph Ziggler at some point. Little did I know that was coming very soon. Okay, we're back. We had some technical difficulties. We had lost Simon, but James, as you were saying about Ziggler? Yeah, I, I just... Okay, so, for me, with Ziggler, it's not... No, I don't think any of us think that he's whack because of lack of ability. We all know he can talk. We all know he can wrestle. Um, I think, for most of us, it's just, you know, it's just the fact that he's just one of those Booking guys. Booking destroyed him. Sorry? Booking destroyed him. Yeah, just, he's just one of those guys. Like, I think the main thing when we talk about how all of us are so, you know, unenthused about the SmackDown roster outside of the top four guys is the fact that, you know, or not even outside of the top four guys. Like, you look at guys like AJ Styles, given, you know, how he's he's been up, he's had all these phenomenal matches, he's probably the best earning performer of the year, not probably, he is the best earning performer of the year so far for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's lost all these matches. And, you know, his stand is sort of weird. Like, he has to have these crazy-ass matches for us to still respect him. Um, you look at Dean Ambrose, it's kind of like he's had to be, you know, great at different points for us to, to overcome all the bad booking he's had. Uh, you have Becky Lynch, who keeps getting screwed over by her by her friends and also never, ever wins. Um, and then you throw out Ziggler, who was a guy that, you know, you look back three years ago, this is a guy that would, you know, would have been one of the top you know, but in, in, in that, you know, not maybe not the top tier of CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Orton, and Cena, but like the next tier after that, right. at that point in time. And you see where his career is going since then because of constant bad booking, way too much, like putting anybody near Sheamus, it will ultimately halt your career. Right? <laughs> and those are four people on the roster, and all those four people have to have to come through. It's like, oh, you good luck. You beat the hell out of these people so many times already. Like, why would anybody expect these guys to actually become stars since you already sort of oh they also sort of cooled, proved it by beating them all the time. They also cooled his jets too. When yeah, he that got too. Hot. yeah, that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're you're over. The, you're hot in the fucking sun. How about we take you off TV for a month, like <laughs> a month and a yeah, like a month, uh, and then like bring you back and then beat you some more. Yep. How dare you get over huh? when we when we put you over unless you win? Yeah. Um, but Ziggler versus Ambrose, how do we feel about this for SummerSlam? I don't think that's the big match you would want to go with for SummerSlam, because if this was just a SmackDown pay-per-view, like, uh, isn't the first one going to be Backlash? Yes. Well, I think for me personally, 
it's okay for the fact that they have AJ AJ Styles right. versus Cena. So they have three huge matches summer, already. Summer, yeah, for SummerSlam, like that's sort of you know they have three huge mat three, three huge matches, and you know given where the thing the way things look on Raw and the way it's shaping up, we're probably going to end up getting Reigns versus Owens anyway. So that'll be four matches that'll be bigger than that. So like if that's the fifth match on the card, who cares? Um. And I mean, but then again, do you want your only championship at this moment to look like a mid card title? I mean, they booked it up that way. Yeah. So what are we? I mean, what are we supposed to do? Like they, um, I, I never have like I, Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose have wrestled a few times on Raw, and each time I've said the same thing: there's been no fire to it because they're but, both faces. And look, this is the thing: someone needs we, to turn. Now you always talk about. Someone like needs to how, slap how, someone how, in the so face. It's rare for somebody, you have to have a real animosity or heat for face versus facing the, the, the work. Another part you also need is you need to be at the top of the card, not to be a mid card deal. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you have, you know, Dean, or when they were fighting over the Intercontinental title for, you know, two, or, you know, different points in time over two, spanning two different years. And in the tournament. Yeah, like, you're going to have an issue of trying to get them guys, you know, to, to fire off with each other. Like you, now that they have a few, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Plus, you know, given how long, you know, Ziggler has been a face, he's sort of due to be a heel. Yep. And I, I think he should he should turn as fast think, as he can. Honestly, either one of those guys could turn heel. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming Ziggler's going to turn heel. Yeah. Um, but, he needs it more, to be honest. One of those guys, can, one of those guys, can easily turn heel, and they can change the entire complexion of this. And yeah. I mean, they're still what four weeks or three, four weeks away. Yep. Yeah. So we made a great time today, uh, right at sixty minutes. Um, the uh, new era, I guess, again has started. <laughs> um, I was the new era redux. Right. <laughs> I, I was overall impressed this week by. Um, the what WWE try to do, um, they know that the quote unquote casual audience isn't watching. So what do they have to do? They have to make us happy. They have to go out of their way to try new things. And I feel like at least they did that. And let's see how it goes. I am Okay, so I'm at the point now where I'm not letting my guard down because I know how these fuckers work. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, but if they give me, you know, they don't have to knock it out. They don't have to have Raw be that damn good because that's really... That's like, unreasonable. Two fatal, you know, two, two, you know, fatal four ways and then a number one contendership match. Like a match that should have been and, on a pay-per-view. And, and a women's title match, you know, like, that's not... Oh, that's another match, like... That match could be the that match could end up being the fifth match on on SummerSlam, and like Ziggler versus you know Ziggler versus uh, Ambrose can end up being like the sixth biggest match in as far as build mm-hmm. on the entire show. Like that's how good SmackDown is, or SummerSlam is set, set to be. Like you know, it sucks that you know Ambrose is you know being put with a mid card guy or a guy that's not that's not a main eventer, you know, for his first feud after, but. We Daniel Bryan had Kane. Yep, you got to you know, kinda... you know uh, Seth Rollins had to deal with Kane. Yep, uh, you know guys get saddled. With you get saddled with dudes like and it's yeah. like yo, you gotta like you gotta do this, and then we'll build your other guys that are really gonna challenge you for later. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's weird how WWE works, but it's all like 
you get a baby face or you get somebody with a first time champion or somebody that's like a first time champion and they always gotta like stick you out there with somebody that's like okay. someone we know you can beat. Like, yeah, like who did who did Reigns fight Extreme Extreme Rules? Oh, AJ Styles. Yeah, like, that was a little different. He's the exception. Yeah, that was a little different, and they had to do that to save Roman Reigns. Yeah, like, like we'll put you in there with maybe the best wrestler in the world. Like, <laughs> and, and go ahead and not fuck it up. Uh, um, two hot takes for me this week: Chris Jericho's washed as a wrestler, and Zack Saber Junior is boring. Fight me. You think you think Jericho's really washed? Yes. Not as a character, as a wrestler. He's washed. You think he can never have a great match again? You don't think... If he does, I'll be surprised. You don't think Jericho and and, uh, and Zayn can have great pay-per-view matches? I'm concerned. Because like, I think that, that Zayn somewhere is either going to like either go against fight Jericho or he's going to go against Rusev. For the U.S. title, because mm-hmm. like it sort of just made that dude, so he might as well keep the momentum going. Have right. a few with, with Rusev. Poor Cesaro. Uh, <laughs> that, and you know, before we before something even happened, like the night right, you know, right after Raw, we were saying like, bro, between at the time I said it between Cesaro, Neville, Zayn, and now I'm adding to it, giving away it looks like maybe even Owens. Like two of them dudes should have been on SmackDown. Yep. And we are, because look how short they are. Yep. Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin, like bro, like one think, of those guys have to turn think, into a star. Think about it. If they, you know, we were talking about how much of Zayn Owens was a blood feud, right? And yep. it was a final final time. We got to separate these guys because it's it's stepping in and stepping on their careers, messing it up. And these guys got potentially, we got to split them up. And if they had put Sami Zayn on on the card, don't, who what looks like what looks better to you, Sammy or you, um, Ambrose versus Zane or Ambrose versus Ziggler? I'd rather see Ambrose versus Zane. Zane, yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, um, they, they they got so many guys on Raw. They're just like I don't know. Their previews gonna be really good. Yep. SmackDown. We'll yeah. see. It's gonna get rough. Are their previews gonna be three hours or two hours? That's the next question. It needs to be two hours. It, they need to be like two and a half. I think Max. I think it needs to be to be two. What an overrun. Yeah, like that like two twenty, like something like that. <laughs> like yeah, that's what that's what they need to do. But um yeah, I pretty I think we can wrap it up there. Um Simon, uh go ahead and you got any final thoughts or anything before you get up out of here on on wrestling this week, anything you want to drop or plug? Oh, uh, nothing much. Uh, I'm actually, I've been really impressed with what I've seen so far. I only can hope that they build upon it and so that this uh, new era actually feels like something interesting as opposed to just uh, a temporary temporary uh, boosted uh, or change. So, uh, yeah, as long as they keep doing what they're doing and they present it well, they do more stuff... If there's one thing I could say that I want to see more of, it would be like Stone Cold said a couple of de- weeks ago, interwoven storylines. I think bringing that into the fold will make the TV better, mm-hmm. even more than it already has been. What do you what did what did he mean by interwoven storylines? Well, like I, I watch, I go back and watch some of the Attitude Era shows, and from what I understand, like certain things would happen at the start of the show, and you would see them threaded throughout, and. Uh, it wasn't just done in just a regular, okay, here's 
here's the main of here's the match we're gonna have. Here's the other match. Here's the other match. Yeah, Not to say it's anything. It was a special but, time. But 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 <laughs> but Simon and Rich, you didn't watch. You didn't see Raw where uh, where <laughs> where Golden Truth was catching Pokemon all throughout the show. <laughs> Why? Aren't they like two week, three weeks old with that reference? Well, everything in wrestling is late. Always remember that. Um, except the New Day. New Day usually will get there like the next time they get on the show. But yeah. even them, like, but like the New Day didn't like did the Running Man Challenge, and then like all of a sudden now like Enzo's doing the Running Man Challenge. It's like, bro, stop. I, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm starting to hate Enzo like with a passion. Hot take. <laughs> with a passion. Hot take. Like, why is that, James? He's out there. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, about to unload. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this: Do you think New Day could do those same promos? I I it, think they could. Do you think Titus O'Neil could do those same promos? I think he could. Do you think our truth could do those same exact promos? I think he could. Okay. So okay, what, so I'm, what do you mean, James? I don't I don't understand. They would not let no dude like come. It's it's, 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 really, it's really similar to thugonomics. If you the thugonomics, <laughs> I've heard stuff. I've, I've heard it's people real, compare like, him to. It's too much. Is it, bro? It's so much of this eight mile shit, bro. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's so much of that. Like, look, bro. Like, okay, cool. Like, okay, got it. Like. You, you, How you doing? You, you like what we do, you just don't like us. Okay, cool, gotcha. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's going to wrap up One Nation Radio. Uh, make sure you guys go all over the internet. I've been pr- probably for like the last two months dropping these recap rap videos across the internet. And they're starting to get like a little bit of uh, traction. Shouts out to Earl Mitchell from the Miami Dolphins for uh, shouting me out and all that. Um Oops. What was that? A lot of times they would end up being better than their actual shows themselves. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, you know Robbie Dry. Yeah, and, and I, I got to turn uh, doodoo into diamonds in a sense. <laughs> uh, so you know, usually I, I'll go on there, I'll pick like you know any beat that I'm feeling at the time, anything from you know a Kodak Black beat to Renee by the Lost Boys to uh, Juvenile Ha to Tribe. Um, you know, Bonita Applebaum. So it, it's real versatile and, you know, try to put in some for everybody. I will not mumble, though. I, I refuse to mumble rap. Okay, so um, you. you said that, <laughs> you, you know, you said that <clears throat> Zack Sabre Jr. is boring. Yeah. Um, On our thread, you know, the Wrestling Squared Circle, somebody replied to you because you mentioned this in the comments uh, yep. on the post. In the comments it says, I like... I like Zack Sabre. His match in round two is really good. He's smooth like butter. He can easily be the Bret Hart of cruiserweights. I'd like to know if he watched the same match I did. <laughs> yeah. You got to go check out the, um, the cruiserweight classic. I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. Like, I, I, this was I, the worst I, episode I, that they've done. I, I seriously wonder if this dude has ever seen 19. Oh. Like, ever seen 19. Is this the Brian Kendrick episode? Uh, yes. That, that match was actually good. The other three, oh. yeah, I would like that person that said you know the Bret Hart Priest waste thing. I like that person to like go on the network. I'm pretty sure he has a network. 
Um, I would like him to go and look at, like, go and watch any pay-per-view from Bret, with Bret Hart from, like, 92 through 94. Or 92 through 90 until he left the company. Yeah. And, like, then I want him to apologize. Because that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's absurd. Like, I'm, I, yeah. Like, we, we don't we don't just bring up Bret Hart like like that. Like, great, greatest in of all time. Like, Bret, like, honestly, dude, like, Bret Hart is a guy that said he's a, like, his gimmick was him saying he's the best or he's the best or the best or ever will be. And that guy, is so, and, that, and somehow that guy is still like one of the most underrated wrestlers I've, and you know, still one of the most underrated wrestlers I've ever like. That dude was unreal, man. Like, there's nothing like he's the most like if I if you say like who's the most technically like flawless wrestler you ever seen? My answer is Bret Hart. Like, the dude like never fucked up. Everything was pinpoint. <laughs> like everything was a mechanic, and he did the same. He constantly did like all these moves like the same way, the same time, and it always had a purpose of psychology, and they all fit together. And like the dude, it all made sense. And he never like, hurt, and he almost never hurt anybody. And it all made sense. Like the dude was just on, on another level. Like, yeah, yeah. It, you, I don't just, I just don't understand how this dude that ain't wearing no knee pads is supposed to measure up the breadth of his man heart. I'm sorry. Like, like, no, no matter how many times <laughs> I've seen a second row elbow drop or Russian leg sweep, or Russian or side Russian leg sweep. Or you or, remember, atom, or inverted atomic drop or you remember when or Bre- superplex it didn't matter. You remember when Bret Hart used to troll you when, when you would think he was putting head on the sharpshooter? Adam yep. instead of yeah yeah yeah. You get the two legs up, like oh sharpshooter, no Adam and headbutt, which you know kind of looked funny, but yeah, neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, so make sure y'all check out those videos I put out. Um, Instagram, YouTube, you see them all over Facebook. The Wrestling Square Circle is popping. Uh, everyone, like, we keep getting new followers every single day and Coming new, new people to join. Yeah, just, just hitting us up. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, and, uh, hope you guys enjoy the shows and share. Hope you enjoy the group. If you like to check out the Wrestling Square Circle, just type it in on Facebook. Uh, we're not like the Reddit Square Circle. This is the Wrestling Square Circle on Facebook. And it is a very spirited wrestling debating community if you come on there kicking that fuck shit someone will get you yeah i mean yeah, <laughs> like, i understand like you know we're not you know we're not dealing with any you know anything that's over the line like it'll be dealt with but you know yeah and for those part you know we keep growing and you know it's been peaceful it's been perfectly great and you know people enjoy talking to each other and talking about you know the events you know we put raw threads up so we can talk yep, about every week isolated so we don't blow up people's phones yep um, every <laughs> single small little comment and at the same time you know uh, you know don't get it twisted though like you come to the hip hop and talking that shit like it, it will be dealt with <laughs> yeah. so like so. come in peace or don't come at all right ain't no half stepping right like, <laughs> you know share, share your podcast your columns everything everything is welcome you know but like we said so if you if you come in there like with a with something crazy somebody gonna talk to you about it yeah so be be prepared to defend your words yeah, like you come out here and you say stuff like Zach Sabre Jr. is a brother of Cruiserweights we handle you on the podcast and we post the podcast into the show yeah <laughs> <laughs> we post the podcast into the page yeah so um yeah and, and speaking of that I'm actually about to go hop on that comment and um and just unload you know the gun <laughs> so um this is <laughs> This is One Nation Radio. Oh, this is Rich, and uh, everybody be safe. Enjoy the rest of the build to SummerSlam, and we'll be back next week, hopefully. So, hopefully next week. Hopefully we've next been, week. We've been gone we have, for like a month. Yeah, we've been gone, but you know, schedules have been crazy. So we're gonna try to come back, get it popping. All right, this is One Nation Radio. Later. Later.